drives Butler. Butler turns, fires, it's good as the shot clock expires. Jimmy Butler, and it's a six-point lead. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to Hoops and Cards. I'm Gary, and it is great to be with you as we begin the NBA Finals tomorrow in what I would call not buying season. I am not buying basketball cards right now. And, uh, you know, as, as much as you maybe listen to podcasts like these or websites that talk about, hey, here's some buying opportunities, here's some not buying opportunities, I'm saying... I'm not buying yet. I would not buy basketball cards. In fact, I had to just to just to force myself not to. Went through and took out all the basketball cards on my eBay watch list. That's how serious this is right now. It's time to sell. But when you look to investing, when you look to buying season in a month or three, uh, you need a strategy. I think it helps. So today we're going to talk about four G's. Four G's of an investing strategy to think through players and cards in the NBA. So I'm glad you're with us today on Hoops and Cards. It's it's time. <laughs> it's time to to plan ahead. So let's get after it. Well, I hope you guys had a good weekend. Uh, I was able to go to part of a card show here in Canton before uh, we had family in town for the weekend and uh, just amazing weather, good times, got a lot of uh, yard work done, got to rest and just chill for a while. So that was good. Uh, I hope you had a good weekend. For me, it was, you know, finally getting, finally getting the opportunity and, and taking the I don't know, taking the plunge to buy a card that I have looked at, priced out, researched, saved up for, uh, tucked myself out of buying like a dozen times. I finally got that LeBron James Topps 2003 rookie card, the one with him in the uh, white suit for the NBA draft and uh, Cavaliers jersey that he's holding up. Got a great deal on it, Uh, paid cash for it. And uh, worth waiting for because that card has gone down significantly since a year ago. And I don't think it it's, has anything to do with um, you know what that card's long term worth or potential is. I think it has more to do with look the market's gone down, and the Lakers didn't make the playoffs this year. That LeBron didn't have you know as far as his team's performance didn't didn't have an extended season. So I'm seizing the opportunity to buy, and that's partially why I'm like not buying anything else right now, uh, basketball-wise, because number one, prices will be better in six to eight weeks. Number two, I just spent my budget. (laughs) I just spent what I had uh, built up a bit for that one card that, uh, so it was a good exclamation point to my year, but it also reflects the maybe the next step for me as a, as an investor slash collector, uh, that often deals with the prospecting, the bargain, the, you know, Hey, I know 
what's going on in the NBA. I know what looks like a good deal uh, when it comes to guys in their first couple years now. And you, you've probably seen that a lot of an emphasis in this show, Hoops and Cards. We tend to focus on cards you can buy on a limited budget. And that would that would often be cards that are $50 or less, $20 or less. You know, I've done a whole episodes on dollar box diving and finding the the deals in there and you share I share with you, you know, hey, I got this Emmanuel Quickly autograph card for 10 bucks on eBay and I feel great about it. I got this Giannis Netmarvels card from 2019 for 10 bucks at a card show and I feel great about those deals that I can get at a uh, you know, lower budget price and uh, I I think that's partially why you're listening because a lot of you are brand new to this and you don't want to waste a lot of money. You don't want to get taken for hundreds of dollars when you don't yet know what you're doing or you're learning the, the strategies in mind. So for me, LeBron buying that rookie finally was saying, look, I need to move some of my investments here, some of my card money into a goat, into a significant card of greatest of all time. One of the, the goats of the basketball card collecting world and I've got uh, several guys on my radar that, that I would call goats. I would say Michael Jordan, of course, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Steph Curry. He's on my list as far as an active legend or a goat as far as what he'll go down as. And then you'll have guys that'll debate whether Giannis is a goat already or not. But as far as a card investment, I think he is. I think LeBron, Steph, and Giannis are the three best basketball card, basketball player investments from the last 20, 25 years of active basketball. I would throw Kobe in there and Michael from the era before that. But those, those five guys, anyhow, so I was, I was like, I need to get into goats and that's got to be a better part of my strategy long-term of cards that I will buy and hold or buy and list at a significant up tick or a significant profit. And if somebody wants to pay it for a goat, I wouldn't be surprised at all, you know, and I'd be happy with it. So, so today's show, we're talking about four categories of players, four categories when it comes to investing and your basketball card strategy and, and use it as a framework for saying, I want to be balanced. You know, if you're putting all your money into a guess, a maybe a prospect, we're going to call those guesses players that are young and look like they have a chance to break out, their cards have a chance to go up. But you don't know. I mean, you don't really know what Scotty Barnes is going to be long-term. You don't really know, I don't know, what Evan Mobley is going to be long-term or Bones Highland or Cameron Thomas. Some of these players you'll hear us talk lots about over the next six months and especially going into buying season or dollar box diving, it's a guess. It's a guess. Those would be the flyers, the prospects, the cheaper rookie cards. So guess is one level. Good players that, you know, the guess is already proving that these guys can play and they can do some things and they're good players in the NBA. Those would be guys like a Darius Garland. He's good. DeJounte Murray. Good. DeAndre Ayton. Good. There's some even some rookies that you would have to say, hey, Cade Cunningham, he good, right? We wouldn't call him great yet. I mean, that's where you get to Luka Doncic and Jason Tatum and 
and probably Trey Young. You know, all star, multiple All Star players. You would say those guys are great, and they are on their way to contending in the playoffs. Uh, you know, long term, they have a they have a, just a great career already and a great career ahead of them. Those would be the greats, and we wouldn't call them goats. Like if you're calling Luca a goat, or if you called Zion or Ja a goat, you you like you went a little too fast, buddy. They are not quite there yet, but those are the four categories. Guess, good, great, goat. Good, 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 good. Guess, good, great, goat. And I've got to just be more thoughtful because there are moments where I would put all my money into a goat. And the problem with that is, well, so is everybody else. That's why their cards are already so expensive. And you might be just buying at a premium and missing the the dips in possible buying seasons that could happen if I'm just focused all of 12 months trying to buy goats and goats and goats and goats. Well, you just overpaid for some goats in in May and June that maybe you should have bought in August, you know, when they were cheaper. And if if all you're doing, like I sometimes have, have tended to do, is buying guesses, then you might just be wasting your money and saying, look, I've got all my money wrapped up in Michael Porter Jr.'s and uh, Zion Williamson's. Well, right now you're in a world of hurt because those guesses aren't turning out so well right now. So four levels, guess, good, great, goat. We'll talk about how to approach this whole thing. And uh, I'm pumped to, to fill in some of these gaps in, uh, in our strategies. So after the break. What do we have here? Now, for me to give this MVP trophy out, let me see here. Jason Taylor. You know, one way of thinking about these different G's of a strategy, guess, good, great, and goat, is if you are familiar with the stock market and how just the financial markets work and people that deal in investing and mutual funds and planning a portfolio. You, you hear words like small cap stocks, mid cap stocks, large cap stocks, often based on how much money is built into the value of all of those stocks put together. All the shares of a given company put together. What is the, what is the, the total value? What's the, uh, cap, how much capital is there? Small cap, mid cap, large cap. Or maybe you're also like, Hey, there's, there's funds, there's, there's stocks that you would consider in the growth area. They're, they're in more aggressive, they're in future thinking. They are, you know, maybe newer companies, but you're looking at small growth, mid growth and large growth oriented companies, things like Apple and Amazon, right? They're forward thinking, they're future, they're, they're innovators. Then you got value, like small value, mid value, and large value funds. Those might be the the more predictable, already established. There's something to to be said about longevity with AT&T and GE or IBM or, you know, the the Toyota, Honda, Colgate-Palmolive companies of the world that are Unilever. I, I could just name a whole bunch. Anyway, my, my point is there are some parallels here when it comes to basketball cards, specifically players. Players, where 
obviously some players have been around a while, you know, and they've done good things for a while. Others, maybe they've been around a while, but they haven't done anything great. You know, they haven't been making all-star teams and winning titles. Then you've got guys that have been around like a year, two years, three years. And you're like, this guy, Jason Tatum, just made the finals. He's in his, what, fifth year. Awesome. Good for him. What's he going to do the next 12 years? Probably some more good things. Right? And then you've got other guys that, like, man, he plays well. But Shea Gilgis-Alexander, I don't know when that guy's going to be on a winning team. It doesn't matter how many Februaries he averages 25 points, 8 assists, and 8 boards. Nobody cares. He hasn't made an all-star team. hasn't won a playoff game. I'm sure his time is coming, but there's different levels. Small growth, small value, small cap, (laughs) right? So you can think about it this way. Guess, good, great, goat. A guess is a prospect. Some of the guesses that I like right now would be players that uh, maybe they've shown a bit of potential in their first season. And, you know, maybe the card market hasn't really paid attention, you know, or some of their values are, uh, some of their their cards are undervalued right now. And I would see guys like, you know, if you want to talk about the rookie class, maybe I've already mentioned some. I like Bones Highland. Uh, He's a popular guest pick right now. I like Cameron Thomas. There's a lot to like about Herbert Jones's game. I don't love what a small forward is going to do card value wise when he's got other players on the team who are going to get the ball first and shoot first like CJ and Brandon and Zion and you know Devontae but I like I like what Herbert Jones did on the court there's even uh, smaller growth stocks like Peyton Pritchard and Malachi Flynn and Amir Coffey I don't know if I like Amir Coffey because of his name or because I can get silver select autos of Amir Coffey for less than five bucks at an LCS. There are guesses. And I would encourage you to have, you know, first of all, divide this up how you want. You know, if you're like, Gary, all I want to do is, I just love chasing prospects and seeing them, their, their values go up and selling for a profit. Great. If you want your your cards, your investments to be 90% guesses, there's a, there's a lot of fun in that. And if you want your, your portfolio to be 90% goats because you're like, look, um, I, I don't know if I want the uh, roller coaster ride with some of these guesses. Why would I waste some of my money on Bull Bull? And these are the ones that people who don't like guesses mention. I don't want to waste my money on Taylor Horton Tucker when I could buy, right? Kevin Durant. So I, I get it. I get it. If you would rather invest in your goats, do that. Like the part of this is just do what you want. It's just given us a language of, hey, here, here's what kind of investor I am. You know, I'm. 25% goats, 15% greats, 35% goods, and then whatever remaining is prospects and guesses, right? So it, some of it's just to be able to define, hey, here's here's where I'm at or here's where I want to go as a basketball card investor. And then within each area saying, all right, uh, there are a lot of guys that we could put into the, the guess position and say, I guess this guy could be good someday. I guess his cards could go up. You know, I guess Josh Hart still has potential and he played some, some fantastic games and his, his cards are still a bargain based on the last six months. You know, I guess Zaire Williams is 
a prospect worth investing in because Memphis did, and they played him a lot, and he had a couple of big playoff games. You could you could mention 150 guesses, everything from overtime elite rookie Jean Montero to uh, Chet Holmgren, you know. But but which guesses do you like and why? I, that, that's part of the fun of this. I like doing some deeper dives and saying, all right, I I like Malachi Flynn. Actually, I'm not really sure about Malachi Flynn. What I meant to say was Cameron Thomas. I like Cameron Thomas. There are other players that I might like what they do, but they're just in the wrong place. I feel like Cole Anthony is a really solid guess player prospect. He's just in the wrong place. You know, what What are you going to do with a team that wants to play eight point guards in any given night? They want to trade for RJ Hampton. They want to draft Jalen Suggs. They still like Markel Fultz. And, you know, I don't know what they're doing with all these Wagners and you know, so I don't know what Cole Anthony is going to do or be uh, one day. He's he's a guess. He's a wild card. But have a few guesses. Listen to our show when we talk about five buys. There will be some where we just overview a whole rookie class and say, look, um, as much as you might be tired of his name, Marvin Bagley is an interesting guess for next year. Jaron Jackson Jr. is an interesting guess for next year. Jonathan Kuminga is a guest with great upside for next year. And there are some guys that are like, man, I I just want a guest for a short-term flip like some of you did with Grant Williams or Jalen Brunson or, you know, uh, Kevon Looney. (laughs) It's just his, his name is so fun to say. I have all kinds of curiosity about the Houston Rockets. I guess Alperen Shangoon had a good season because that's what the analytics tell me. I guess Kevin Porter Jr. can score a lot and he's a good prospect when he wants to be. But who are your guesses? And I would say, you know, uh, if you have 40 different guesses, then you have zero. I've, I have learned not to just dollar box dive for, you know, 50 base cards of 50 prospects. No. I want to buy a good card that has significant upside, whether that guy turns out to be great or not. I like autographed cards, numbered cards. I've gotten a little bit more choosy, a little more uh, planned out when it comes to this. So if you're going to have some guesses, at least know why. Don't just go with the guess that, you know, some guy posted on the Discord because... You know, he went to college with that guy's cousin's fiance's, you know, nephew. So know why and know know how much of your portfolio you can kind of stomach because I you know, if I don't watch myself, I could lean towards way too many guesses in what I'm purchasing and what I'm collecting, and there'll always be somebody that wants to sell you uh prospects, especially right now, because it's not buying season, so I want to sell. Uh, but what sort of percent, what sort of guys do we like in the other levels? Good, great, and goat. Let's let's get after that in a moment. So if you're uh, following this uh, 4G strategy, I, I want to invite you to take a, a deeper dive in this and uh, sign up for Hoops Plus. Yeah, it's for just $4.99 a month. You get more hoops and cards content, more deep conversations, more inside scoop on things I'm thinking before I'm ready to announce it. Not that I, you know, but it's a lot of fun looking deeper at the guesses, the good, the great, and the goats. And so 
you guys, this would be a great time as you're planning your investing strategy, as you're thinking through, you know, hey, how does the draft, how do the finals, how, do, how does free agency impact card values going into buying season? I would love for you to join. You know, it's, it's basically, it, it will end up paying for yourself because you'll find some great deals on cards that we share opportunities with uh, our Hoops Plus community well in advance of the, the normal episodes of Hoops and Cards. So please sign up today. You can go to uh, anchor.fm forward slash hoops and cards forward slash subscribe, or you can look in the show notes for today's episode, uh, click on the link and uh, go in there and get started. Thank you so much for joining Hoops Plus. Or Simons, doing his best Dane Lillard impersonation. So one thing before I mention some names that I am looking at in the good category, uh, I want to say there, obviously this is subjective, meaning it's up to you. You might not consider Giannis a goat just yet because he's only got one title and you could say that about a lot of people and he wouldn't have won it without Chris Middleton. Like I hear you. I hear ya. Maybe he's not a goat yet in your mind. Or maybe you would say, I don't really know that uh, I would call Trey Young or Donovan Mitchell a great because they ain't been to the finals yet. I, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm not sure about how, how to place guys in certain categories. And uh, so we might not always agree on who's good already and who's not. I think Desmond Bain fits in the good category. When you do what he did, not just in the regular season, but then in the playoffs, he's, he's no longer a guest to me. He's no longer a prospect. He's a uh, solid starter with a chance to be great. How's that for a definition of good? A solid char- starter with a chance to be great. You know, when you're 22, 23, and you're scoring that same number in points a game in the playoffs, I kind of think you've got a good future. So a great future. So I I like Desmond Bain in the good category. Who do you guys have in that good category? Maybe not yet all-stars. You know, that's where I would place a guy like Tyrese Maxey. That's where I like a guy like Anthony Simons. But you'll see, you know, some players we could say, well, they're, they're just good, okay? You may not consider them great, but that guy's just, he's good. He is good. Andrew Wiggins is good. Some of these players may already be all-stars, but you wouldn't call them greats. Jordan Poole, he's good. He's no longer a guess, no longer a wild card, you know. And maybe depending on that person's age or what kind of player they are, you could say, that guy is is, uh, not just good as far as a player or an investment goes, but he has the upside, the chance to move into the great category eventually. Jalen Brown, even though they've had some great games, I mentioned you could look at Anthony Simons, you could look at Miles Bridges, you could look at Anthony Edwards and say, some of these are just, they flash such greatness every few nights or every other night, and you're like, that guy is on the right track to be great. That's fun to watch. If you're buying, that's just kind of the hope. If I'm buying a guess, I hope he's good one day. Amir, you listening? Isaiah Joe, I hope you're good one day, Malachi. But if you're buying a good player, you hope he's great someday. That just makes sense. If I'm going to buy 
Jeremy Grant. I hope he gets great. Maybe it, maybe it's it's past his time. It's past his chance to do that. If I'm buying CJ McCollum, I hope sometime in the card market they consider him great. Jaron, you know, I'm not sure. What is Jer- is Jaron good or is he a guess? I think he has such great upside. I would throw him into the good category at least on defense and what he already is uh, showing over the course of the last season. But it, it just where you place a guy, I, that's that's your choice, right? Nobody Nobody's forcing you, except obviously we're going to say Michael and LeBron are goats and Kobe's a goat. I think nobody would argue about Steph Curry being a goat, a game changer, especially now if he's going to add his fourth title, another one without Kevin Durant. Yep, that's a goat. If it looks like a goat, smells like a goat, <laughs> like a goat, hey, Steph's a goat. Where you place, guys, that's up to you. And uh, how you strategically invest in each category, guess, good, great, goats, that's up to you. The guys that I like in the good area, I've gone over a few. I think there's several that are on the verge of greatness. But because of their age or because they haven't won a playoff series yet, they're like, I, I have, I have this um, continuum or this chart where I've got... Darius Garland heading towards great. And I've got Anthony Edwards heading towards great. And you've got some guys that you're like, man, I really like them. I think they're good. They're heading towards great, Donovan Mitchell. I think there's some things that need to fall into place for them to solidify themselves as great. John Morant, how about stay healthy for a season and have your team play better with you than without you? How about winning a playoff series beyond what you just did? Like win win more. I just got to see a little bit more to say he's great for sure. Certainly flashed greatness and deserving of his place. I think second team all NBA, you could say that might be your list. If he's made an all NBA team, maybe you want your great category to be uh, wider than I do. You want to have more guys in that good level than I do. You can tell if I'm already calling certain guys good, that they don't have much to prove to me. And I'm not like saying they're still a guess. So there's a lot of fluidity. I hope you're seeing that. Flexibility in the categories, but the terminology I think is helpful. Guess, good, great, goats. And some of this you want to look at as what are their card values as far as potential of going up? Because you've got someone like Luca who's already got some of the next stages of his career built into his prices. And you may be seeing a course correction where the the market already built in future MVPs and future finals victories and future achievements from Luca's career and his rookie card got up to like 600 bucks for a base PSA 9 and now you can buy one for 200 because people pulled back and they're like hey wait a minute <clears throat> okay he's not he's not done all that yet and other guys they have done it or they are doing it or market correction in general brought Luca back to and maybe he needs to come down even further. Like, why are Luca's triple the cost of a Trey Young who's done just as much? Look at the numbers and the playoff wins. You know, look at look at how great of a deal. I have said Donovan Mitchell's name several times here. I could say Nikola Jokic. Maybe his cards haven't yet realized <laughs> that he's a two-time MVP. You know? MVP! So, I'm going to use these 
categories as uh, talking points moving forward for the future of hoops and cards. And maybe we'll add more G's. I just thought this would be helpful. Guess, good, great, and goat. My favorite guesses over the next couple years include, I've said them, right? Cam Thomas, Bones Highland, uh, oh, Emmanuel Quickly, like him as a guess. I'm not sure what Evan Mobley is. I think he's already bleeding into good. My favorite good players, no surprise here, Darius Garland, Anthony Simons, Tyrese Maxey, Desmond Bain. Why? Because they're young. They score a lot. Their teams love them. I think Shea Gilgis-Alexander needs more opportunity. I think R.J. Barrett already had a great season. The Knicks just need to be relevant again. I, You can see I tend to look for guys who are going to be the first or second option, players that initiate the offense, players that can shoot and score a bunch, and uh, that are fun to watch. So maybe Jaron Jackson isn't good yet. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Players with significant upside. And then my greats that I like, this can, there's so many guys in the greats category, right? That um, I I actually think that's an area where I've moved out of current greats because I've seen their values take such a hit in the last few years. Luca, even Jason Tatum still, Donovan Mitchell. uh, Yeah, Trey Young. A lot of the great players were overhyped. Even guys like LaMelo and Anthony Edwards, they were deemed great before they actually were great. And, uh, you know, the market has come back down to earth and some of these players just need time to develop into greatness. We can see that they're destined for it, Cade Cunningham. We can see that they're building toward it and look fantastic as far as what their future holds. I I totally get it and, and love it. Uh, But guys that are clearly great, like the Joker, like Luka, obviously Giannis, obviously Joel Embiid, obviously more Golden State Warriors than I've wanted to admit, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. You know, you could go to retired guys and say, all right, who are the the greats that have been retired that seem to be ignored in the card hobby? I think Dwayne Wade is undervalued and Dirk Nowitzki is undervalued and Shaquille O'Neal is undervalued. Kobe Bryant? Still, I think, a good uh, player to have and uh, hang on to his cards. I'm looking at some of those. Michael Jordan, some cards have skyrocketed beyond any of us even thinking about them, but there are some affordable ways to get into the Michael Jordan market that I think we need to talk about our goats a bit more on this show and some affordable ways to get into LeBron James uh, high-value cards that maybe right now is a good buying season for that. So we'll talk about those in the future, but... Maybe this gives you a next step with thinking through, hey, before I get into buying season and my shopping list, you know, maybe I gotta, I gotta have a few, a few less prospects, a few calculated guesses that I'll take, but maybe you need to mix in some greats and some goats and know which cards that you might look at uh, in those different categories. So four G's, strategy for you people hoops and cards, investors and collectors. I love you. Hope you have an awesome week. Guess good, great goats. I got at least one good card from my goat. One goated card, LeBron James, 2003 tops. Very happy about it. Uh, Yeah. Let's keep these conversations going in the discord and uh, maybe we'll debate which guesses are worth it, which goods are going to be great this year. 
right? Next steps. I don't like you because you're dangerous. That's right. Nice, man. I am dangerous. When the cows go out, where do they go? Anybody know? To the movies. <laughs> <laughs> It was bad. It was bad. My bad. Go ahead. Who'd you guess?